Morgan asks, when looking at getting a house as a couple and one person has a house already and the other is a terrible spender, but getting on the path, what is the best strategy? Save a deposit or leverage equity on the other house? So while you kind of think about that, I would imagine number one, you probably do not want to buy a house to live in using equity from another property if you can help it. Well, it depends on if you want to keep that property. If you're talking about cashing out by selling and moving completely, mm. fresh start, you know, you're combining two households together. Maybe you want one new place all by yourself, or do you want a rental income and then you find a new place? Like, really depends on what you're looking for in terms of committing to this new relationship. Mm. But in this question, like, there's two things here. One of the partners, is horrendous and spend all the money. We'll call that person Glenn. Yeah. And the other one is, what do we do? And I think, you know, I'm probably working out the existing property and I'm going to assume Morgan has the existing property because Morgan has asked this question. Yeah, she, she's asking, or, or, she, or he, I guess, yeah, we did. these are blind questions. We don't know yeah. who it is. But since they've identified the other person as the horrible spender, mm. it's possible that Morgan is the... House owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we need to work out what are we doing with that property? Uh, number one, is it a good property? Can it get good rental yield? Is it maintenance free? Is it an old clapper? Can the block be developed? Is it a unit? So we need to work out in your financial life, what are you doing with that property? Yeah. Um, if it is going to be just an investment property, I'm not using the equity and securing a home to live in against that property because effectively that means you're borrowing 100% of the cost to buy a home to live in. And we know that in Australia, it's different here in the States, Nick, but sure. in Australia, the mortgage repayments for the home that you live in are not tax deductible. Yikes. I know, right? How do you even... You guys must have free healthcare with all that tax. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so, I mean... What are you doing in the relationship here? Like if someone is a really unhinged spender. Yeah. Let's talk about Morgan, sit down, take a break. Let's look at you and this other person. Mm. I myself am an investor first, spender second. Mm. I'm married to a wonderful woman who won't listen to this podcast, so I guess we're okay. Yeah. Who doesn't know what investing is and only knows what spending is. When she looks at a balance sheet, she only sees the liabilities. <laughs> there's, no, there's no assets on that liability P&L. So just in the first sense, buckle up, Morgan, because as someone who has already identified this other person is a heavy spender, mm. you need to lower your expectations because you can't change that person. You might be able to change where you live, but you're bringing the spending habits with you. So how have you negotiated this with Rebecca? Yeah. She still spends, and yeah. then I try to hide as much money as I can in investment accounts before it gets spent. <laughs> hide might be a strong word. Yeah. She knows that I'm going to look for the future of our family's finances, and when I say, hey, it seems like the third Amazon package today is enough, like can we slow down? She slows down. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's all about understanding how you operate. Like, you, have, you have to compromise. You have to know who you are. You have to know who you're getting in a relationship with and then make the best of it. But the thing is, like, there's probably only a danger if the spender doesn't think there's a problem or they're not aware of their natural proclivity to spend every living cent. Sure. So, like, you would identify as a spender, right? Absolutely. Sure. And you have 
you know what you're getting into, and mm. you <laughs> would you say you have a problem? I would say no. Ladies and gentlemen, he's starting to sweat. You can't see this. <laughs> I would probably say, like, when it comes to me and my spending, I've ring-fenced and put some walls up and parameters. So, like, I talk about the 1% rule. So, for example, I do not spend more than 1% of my net take-home income without sleeping on it. So, for example, in Australia, Nick, if someone earned $80,000, probably pay $20,000 in tax. So the net take home is $60,000 for that year. 1% of $60,000 is $600. So that person would not spend more than $600 without sleeping on it. So what I've kind of identified in my life is I need to make sure that if I have financial blowouts from spending, that they're not catastrophic and they're not on a whim thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, I love spending like the next person, the next spender. Uh, and for me, it was more about kind of like you, like my financial plan, it's give some, save some, spend some. And the save some is the investing for the future. So I've automated my spending. I've automated a lot of my giving. So in practice, because I don't have any consumer debt, I'm not ever living on more than what I earn. And I'm always putting money aside for future plan. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So I think... To Morgan's question, I'm probably just, you know, being really sure that, you know, and I can't talk from being a married person or whatever, but like, from what I understand, it's not being on the same page. It's just clearly knowing which page the other person's on, right? Yeah. And I guess there's, you, in your reading of this question, do you think that Morgan is looking to have two properties? Yeah, I think so, because they're saying, do we save a deposit or use the equity in the other one? Gotcha. Now, probably, and this is interesting, like we've got another friend here in the States and we won't mention their name, but this person was really bad with money until they had a goal, until they were dialed into a goal, right? Now, maybe can we use the house deposit as a really good goal that you know your partner can buy into? So there is buy-in to this new house. Yeah, because if you set a fin- and I know that I said I hide money for my wife, but yeah. like we we have talks and we have a budget. We've got a spending plan. I don't know if I call it a budget, but we have a plan. And if the other person doesn't know the plan and doesn't have buy-in in the plan, your plan's going nowhere. That's right. So I think a lot of the time, like most spenders would identify that it's really easy to achieve a goal if we get buy-in. Because like, yeah, doing it. It's easy to save money if you get a goal. It's easy to get on track if you've got a target. But a lot of spenders, when there isn't a financial goal or you know, a common goal here in this relationship, well, money will just find its way to 
walk out of your wallet and out of your bank account. Yeah, so real practical. Morgan, if I am in your shoes and I'm looking for one to keep this other home, I don't know if that's because you want a vacation home, you like your location, maybe just want to start fresh with another house and another partner. Like I would look at a multiplex. Do you guys have, do you use the word duplex in, uh, in the Yeah, office? kind of like a villa or something like that. Yeah, like specifically I, when I'm looking for another property, I would love to have something that gives me a return as well. So mm. if you can bring yourself to like in California, there's RDUs. It's a residential dwelling unit that is on your piece of property. So if you have your main house and then you've got room to build an RDU off the garage. Uh, we call like, them a Julock or Julock. Yeah, and be able to lock, you know, like yeah. rent your garage out. Like since you are in the market for looking for something, rates are higher, prices are probably coming down. You might be at an advantageous spot if you've been saving money. You know, you, you have an opportunity here. Look for something that can help mitigate your expenses right now anyway and something you'd be happy with to live in. Mm. I think whatever you do, you've got to get your partner on the same track. At least on the same side of the desk. Yes. Maybe not the same page, but the same <laughs> side of the desk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.